This message is brought to you by the ministry of Center of Life Church, Etobicoke, Canada, where life is worth living with Jesus. We believe that you will be empowered and your life transformed through the true word of God. Be blessed as you listen. Thank you for we have come to rejoice, to learn from you, and to be lifted up, to be inspired by your grace. I pray in the name of Jesus as we study the word of the Lord together this morning, that you will inspire your people, that you will challenge them, that you will minister grace even to their heart again, that they will be encouraged and they will be empowered to please you and to be obedient to your word. Above all, Lord, let everyone under the sound of my voice receive a specific choice word from you. I pray for grace to be able to accurately deliver this message precisely as you have designed it so that your people will receive a rema word and your name will be glorified. Thank you, Father, because all of us, including the preacher, will be edified. And we thank you for the revelation knowledge. And we thank you for any forces from the, from the pit of air that want to hinder the ministry of the word of God, now in the name of Jesus, are head bound, cast out of this place, so that your work can now freak us to the glory of your name. We thank you for answer prayer. If you believe that prayer, come on, say amen. amen. Glory be to Jesus. God is good. We, we, we have a word from the Lord in this house. And that word has been leading us on in this year 2019. It's our year of the blessing, the blessing of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Proverbs chapter you know, 10, verse 22, the, the word of the Lord came to us, and we have pronounced it. We are living by faith on it. The scripture said, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he has no sorrow with it. And I need to always emphasize it because it's a word from God. And no word of God is void of power. So I want to say to you, in this year, 2019, you will have a change in your economic status. Amen. Well, I, you know, I just want to speak to people that are here with faith, that believe God's word. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I said I want to decree that, emphasize that in this auditorium, and to those of you also watching online, if you believe, the Bible says you will see the glory of God. In the year 2019, your economic status will change. Because it's the year of the blessing of the Lord. I'm not talking about blessings. The blessing. The blessing of the Lord is the divine enablement. It's the anointing that causes favor to flow in your life. So that you don't live by labor, you live by favor. Uh, it's a year where you will not have sorrow attached to your enterprise. It's a year where whatever you lay your hands upon, God will cause it to prosper. So the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And the one rich means having adequate supply. Amen. So it's not just in cash. That is, you are going to have adequate supply of ingenuity, idea, concept, that everything you want to pursue, adequate supply of resources where and when you need it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say with me, I will have adequate supply. So the word reach me, abundant supply, adequate supplies, not just in cash flow. But we need to understand this, and I've said this very well several times in this church. If you are not economically free, you are not totally free. Amen? Hallelujah. The superpowers or nations in the world that are superpowers, they are not morally upright countries. Hallelujah. But they are economically buoyant and strong, isn't it? 
So it is not morality that rules our world. It is economy. Amen? So if you have great character, which you must have as a believer, and you exhibit the fruit of the Spirit, and you do not have money, amen, or what we call financial resources, Bible says a poor man wants to talk and nobody wants to listen. Bible says money answers all things. Amen? The only thing money cannot do is that money cannot give life. Now, when Bible says life, that life means Zoe, eternal life. Hallelujah. But money can give natural life. Amen? Money can extend people's life, isn't it? If you are in a good country that have good facility, somebody can actually live longer. Having even a sickness than in some countries where they do not have what? Those amenities. Does that make sense? Now, money determines where you can live and where you cannot live. Money determines what you can ride and what you cannot ride. I'm talking about, you know, driving cars now. Money actually determines your status. It's very important. Hallelujah. I'm speaking about the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord is not just about money. If we make it only money, it is not incorrect but incomplete. Do you understand now? But the blessing of the Lord must have financial stability. How will you give your children a good future? How will you give people around you, your family, a leverage when you cannot help? No. So what I'm saying is this. God is not just going to bless you. He's going to make you a blessing. Amen. You must be a blessing. You must be a blessing. Some of you, you have good desire, good thought in your heart. You want to help people. You want to help people. How many of you want to help people here? Hallelujah. How many of you know that it's not enough just to give good words to people? Uh, you know, oh, you know, sweetheart, you know, thank you so much. I really love you. You know, uh, thank you for everything. Auntie, you call, you know, uh, you know, I love you. You know, I care for you. Okay, okay. Where they are going is that Auntie, I need some money. Even your children, right? All I'm trying to say is this. They will know this to be true. And that's why I want to control the resources of this world. Say with me, in the name of Jesus. My economy status. We change. It is very important. It's very important. I say it's very important. You know, we are all, you know, uh, talking about this. The whole world is talking about the woman that was given 14 days to go and serve a, a, a sentence. 14 days. <laughs> you all know the story, right? But another person committed a very serious situation and have to go and serve five years, right? Well, you know what? The truth is this. I do tell people. <laughs> Money, image, Remember, Bible says money is a defense. When you don't have resources, you are defenseless. Hello? You are prone to attack. Praise the Lord. I said, Praise the Lord. I said, Praise the Lord. Now, somebody said, You know, Pastor, you know, uh, we should not be talking about this in church. You know, uh, it makes people feel uncomfortable. No. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus wants to lift your standard. So that you can be a blessing to your world. Let me say this to you. When God begins to advance you, when God begins to establish you, you can be a better witness for him. Amen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen? Yes. You'll be shocked how many people in your family will listen more to you when you are more prosperous. You'll be shocked how many people in your family, you know, let God bless you to a point in your life that say, you know what, I want everybody in the family to come. Don't worry, I'm going to pay for your fare to come. I'm going to make sure you are all in good hotel. I'm going to make sure I feed all of you. He said, really, that looks like a vacation. <laughs> and then when they have come, say, I want all of you to listen to me. I want to talk to you about Jesus. They will listen. Amen? But when you are the one that have to go and knock on their door every day, asking for everything, asking for their help, and you say, I want to talk to you about Jesus. Who is Jesus? Let that Jesus hear you first, say to you first, then come back to me. Now, somebody will say, well, pastor, is that the way it works? 
I'm telling you, to some degree, it works that way. That's why money is a tool. It's a resource. Hallelujah. Now, I know that some people that are religious and people that, you know, devil have already made them to, you know, uh, believe in the vow of poverty or thinking that poverty and, 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 and poverty are the same. Amen. No, that's confusion. That's life from the pit of hell. I'm saying this to you, and I don't know why I'm emphasizing this this morning, but I know within me, the Spirit of the Lord wants me to emphasize this to you. In the name of Jesus, limitation is broken over your life. Financial limitation is broken in the name of Jesus. Now, if God is going to take you to a new level, that means going to make you to advance in your career. It's going to make you to advance in your business. It's go- now, please, can I say this to somebody? Don't limit the vision that you have. Do not limit the vision that you have. Joseph could not help any of his kinsfolks until he was established. You cannot help people until you establish first. So it's not a bad thing when you want to move forward in life because if you have that desire, you want to move forward. Help me, Holy Ghost. Maybe this is how God wants me to minister this morning. Are you with me right now? Yes, because the first thing is just for us to look at this scripture and we need to talk about because that's the word the Lord has given to us. And I believe God for you, ladies and gentlemen. Something supernatural is already happening. I see, I, I've been hearing testimony upon testimony in this house. There's an anointing of moving higher. You cannot be in this church and listen to what we teach and fellowship with all the leadership and graces here and remain the same. No, you cannot remain the same. I speak over your life. You will live where you want to live. You will have what you want to have. I see parents here that send their children abroad. How many of you know that it is not by just goodwill? I'm not feeling that even when they are reviewing your document in the embassy, they, for one of the main things that they want to know is, can you afford it? Are, are you doing right now? C- can you really afford it? And I was talking to somebody, you know, very close to me, and he said, Pastor, there's difference between economy and first class, sir. Amen. He says, different. May God raise your status. Amen. Somebody said, Pastor, you know what, you know, you know I, I'm not thinking, I don't, I don't need too much in life. That is the truth. Most of us, all of us, we don't need too much in life. Amen? But I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people connected to you. I'm talking about people that their life depend on you. I'm talking about you, you know, after your parents, your siblings have labored, you want to say, you know what, God has helped him. That's what Joseph said. Joseph said, God sent me ahead of time. And through God's grace upon my life, through the blessing, Amen? True supernatural endowment. I am a problem solver now. I have helped Pharaoh. I have favor with him. In Egypt, my name has, is, has become synonymous with influence. He said, God has sent me ahead of time to preserve you. I'm praying for you that God will position in such a way that when many of your family members come to this country, they will be at ease. They say, you know what? My uncle is there. You will not be saying, my people are in town. I don't want anybody to see me. I don't want, no, no, that will not be your case. I said, that will not be your case. You will be like Joseph that said, no, God has settled me here. Come home, come everybody. Amen? Come on, say, I receive it. I take it in Jesus' name. I can guarantee you, if you become employer of labor, if the church of Jesus begin to rise up in influence financially, you will be shocked how many people, now listen very carefully, and I'm going to go to my, you know, other things I have is stuff for you and keep to my time. Catholicism prosper in Africa, in third world countries, not because just of the gospel. I don't know if you know that. When they came, they came with hospitals. They came with education. 
they came with things that we need. Hallelujah. What actually we first received was not Jesus. What we first received was things that can be like Jesus to us. So they solve our problems, and we realize that if they solve our problem, they must have something more that can be of help. All I'm trying to say is this. God is going to establish so much that your message will become believable. You will become a force to be reckoned with. It doesn't matter your color, your accent, that people can see within you that something is important, something is relevant in your life. Amen? I'm telling you, you know, whether you like her or not, you know, Oprah Winfrey, when she says something, whether it's crazy to some people or not, some people still want to listen. Amen? Somebody said, oh, you know, the reason why, you know, Donald Trump was able to have some access or do some things and maybe nobody even challenged this was because initially this man have economic freedom. Amen? That can be debated. All I'm trying to say to you is this. For a child of God, money in your hand is a righteous tool. Amen? Money is neither moral or amoral. It's, 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 not, it's neither moral or immoral. It's amoral. Amen? It takes the shape of whoever owns it. Do you get what I'm saying now? So money in the hands of a wicked person, they will use it for wicked purposes. They will publish magazines that will take our children in a negative way. They will establish you know, things that will cause the heart of our children you know, to go in a negative way. But money in the hands of a righteous person like you will build the institution. We build things. All I'm trying to say is this, ladies and gentlemen, it's important for us to realize that economy power is important. The church has focused for a very long time on just morality. Amen? They even discourage us from politics, isn't it? They tell us that if we do too much business, we miss Jesus. They even tell us that, you know what, if you stay in certain terrain, you know what, it will be uncomfortable for you. Thank God the church of Jesus is taking it back. Amen? Amen? They say, you know what, we are going to leave this world very soon. Rapture is going to happen. So don't have real estate. Don't have anything. Then unbelievers have everything that we are going back to them. Can you lease me? They say, no, I don't want to lease you. Amen? I'm saying this to you. God Almighty is going to establish you. And you are going to be a conduit of his grace. But this is the key. Whatsoever you don't desire, you don't possess. If you don't desire a good life, you don't rise to it. It's not for selfish and grandissement. It is only desire to say, Lord, use me as a blessing. Help me, Lord, to have orphanage. Help me, Lord, to help people in this country. Help me, Lord, to be able to be a blessing to my own immediate family and many other people. Many immigrants are coming to this country. God wants to use you as somebody to help them to settle where. That may be your ministry. You can do that if you don't have resources. Amen. You can't. God wants your children to go to good schools. Amen. You can do that if you don't have resources. God wants your wife to be going on vacation at least once a year. Say amen to that. Now I can see the carnality of some people. Now I can see that you are in church. Amen. You didn't say amen when I was saying other things. Of course, you are spiritual. Amen. All I'm trying to say is this. Trust me. Trust me. Don't believe the lie of the devil. Don't believe the lie of the devil. I love the scripture that says, though he was rich, he became poor. So that we through his what? Poverty can become rich. Jesus took your place so that he can take his place. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. It was Pastor Robert that was jokingly saying that Benny Hill was you know, in the Vatican and he said, one painting 
in Vatica can actually sponsor his ministry for life. Amen. I'm telling you, poverty is not godly. Spirit, soul, and body is not godly. God will give you a good garment. When I say good garment, God will update also your wardrobe. That is part of God beautifying your life. Amen. Say amen to that. The good things of life will not be hard for you to access. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say in the mighty name of Jesus. Enough of that. I believe I've done the assignment the Holy Spirit impressed upon my heart to challenge poverty mentality in the heart of somebody, to challenge poverty thinking in the heart of somebody, or to think that poverty is synonymous with godliness. No. There must be contentment. But I'm saying that you must trust God to bless you so you can be what? A blessing. One of my hard desires for most of you that are here, that your parents have been laboring very well, you say, Mommy, you are not good. I'm going to retire you early. I'm going to be so blessed. How many of you know that there are quite a lot of children that say, Daddy, you can walk, but not for pleasure. You can do this not because you want to pay bills. How many of you receive that? Say amen to that. I don't know if you know that some parents, they are so much blessed. Even though their children are going to university, they are doing a lot of things. They know that it's not because of money. It's to unleash their potential. Some of you, God is going to bless you so much that your children, they will enter into inherit blessing. Amen. Somebody said, does that mean they are not going to walk? No, they will walk. You think Donald Trump children are not walking? Amen. Hallelujah. But they are positioned to be able to shine better. All I'm trying to say is that you are going to raise the floor for somebody. Why? But you have to believe this. You have to believe this. You have to trust God to help you. You have to pursue excellence and trust God to do well in everything that you do. Why? Because somebody's life depends on you. Somebody's faith will be activated. Somebody will move forward purposefully. Why? Because you refuse to remain the same. Amen. You refuse. And I close with this and I emphasize it. It's not too late to dream. I said, it's not too late to dream. Now, if you are here and you say, well, pastor, I wish, and somebody shared this with me when I was 30 or 40. I'm now in my 50 or 60. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. God visited Abraham at the age of 70. Amen? Hallelujah. So, therefore, it's not too late for you. Come and say, it's not too late for me. So, all I'm saying is that from today, begin to dream a good life. Good life is your portion. I said, good life is your portion. In the name of Jesus. Remember, I didn't say just only in finances. In every area of life, good life is your portion. You know what? Begin to go back to your home today and put in front of you the vision you want to see accomplished. Go back to your house, maybe in your home. Is that a street, a place you want to live, the kind of car you want to drive? Don't let anybody talk out of it. We believe in prosperity in this place, but we believe in discipline and must be accessed in a godly way. Amen? Hallelujah. We don't believe that people should steal, you know, people should change or do whatever. We don't believe all of that. If God is the one helping you, it will make it happen. Amen? Yeah. Through hard work, through creative ideas, through business counsel, it will locate you, it will give you lifting. That's what I believe in. And you need to do that and let your children see in you that there is a God in Israel that lifts up people. I'm saying this to some people. You need to have this mindset. You, where you are, your place of work is not where God wants you to be. God wants to move you higher. But you are being an angel because of fear. And some of you also because of your vision. You know, it's enough. It's okay. I can pay the bills. I'm not 
behind in my credit card. Thank God I can make the car payment on time. I'm okay. You know what? I can go to the restaurant that I want. Is that all to life? Life, that is what we call surviving. God wants you to thrive. To thrive means who should I bless? To thrive means, you know what? As I'm about to change this car, I don't need to take it back and go sow it to somebody's house. Amen. If you don't think it, it will never happen. If you don't behave like that, it will never happen. And you see, before you begin to do something big, do something small. So what it means is this. You begin to think of, okay, it's about for me to change this television. You can't give a car hard number, you can give TV hard. I say, hey, guys, anybody that just come around that needed, it's a good television, about 40 inches. I say, oh, really? How was about, if you don't mind, you can come and take this. After they have taken there, you go back to your father, thank you today for the opportunity to give this TV. My goal is to give a, to give a car. I honor your holy name. God will commit this to you if you are faithful that way. Amen. Say amen. amen. You see a particular sister coming to church with one shoe all the time, one shoe all the time. You are wondering, okay, you know what? Just a sister, can we go for a lunch? You know what? You know, it's going to be great. Don't intimidate or, you know, uh, embarrass people with your giving. Amen. So what I'm saying is, this. somebody doesn't wear a good shoe. It's just everybody's there. How are you? Ah, this your shoe is. Uh, <laughs> see me, see me at home. I have something for you. No, 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 no. That you, you have you have insulted a person. You understand? They don't say in such a way that the person will be overwhelmed and, and, and do that. All I'm trying to say is that your heart is right, but you have just done it in the wrong way. Amen? Hallelujah. Look for a way to be a blessing. If you are going to walk in this supernatural blessing of God, Holy say, Lord, help me to be a blessing to somebody. And some of you, you see a lot of people walking, there, and you have a car, you're the only one there, even with your wife, and you have one to say, hey, sister, is there anything I can do for you? Are you going that way? Amen? I'm not saying just give a stranger that you don't know, you know, a ride. And people say, well, I don't want any problem in my life. I don't want anybody to call me. I'm not talking about all of that. Amen? Walking wisdom. I'm only saying to you is that when you're part of the family, let the heart of Jesus be important to you. Amen? There's an opportunity, your place of work, posting all around. Say, oh my God, maybe one of my brothers need this. Someone, no, I don't want anybody around me. You know, people are very crazy. When they come close to me, they'll go do Do your part. And before he knows that, before they even get there, God even take to another place. God being to take it. But you are, you, your heart is right. Thinking about the kingdom of God. Some people, they have information, they don't want anybody to know it. But how much you know this? Like Mordecai said to Esther, you may not help us. But one thing I want to understand is this. There is a plan for God, for us. He will make it happen. Amen? All I'm trying to say is this. Real life. It's when you want others to succeed. Real life is when you are thinking about how others will be blessed, not just only my husband and myself. Amen? How many of you have realized this at times? I don't know, maybe because that's my nature. When I have more people around me and everybody's happy, it, make, it gives me a lot of fulfillment. It just gives me more peace and say, Lord, thank God. This is wonderful. Some people, they don't want nobody around them. How many of you know that celebration is not really great because you celebrate? It's because of the quality of you that comes around you. The real wealth is your network. The real wealth are people that are connected to you. And Bible says anyone that will have friends must show himself friendly. Amen? I don't have friends in my life. No. Who have you been a friend to? Amen? Nobody even give to me. Who have you, what have you given to people? Well, because the Bible says give and shall be given back to you. Give your time. Give your time. And you know the way God works? I love this very way. Bible says any good thing a man do it, 
the same he shall receive. From who? Not from the person. Most of the time, 100%, you don't reap where you sow. That is where many people get discouraged about giving. I gave a gift on her birthday. <laughs> I cannot imagine that. Okay, fine. Common sense. She's supposed to reciprocate that love. But if the person doesn't do that, don't let that change who you are. Who you are is different from what you do. Hallelujah. Become inherently good. Amen. Are you all with me? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Is this a blessing to someone? I will not attempt to enter my notes. <laughs> oh, yes, all of you will be here till one o'clock. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll read just one scripture. So that somebody said, Oh, is it that pastor forgot everything he wanted to say? And he was saying all of this into But you know, this is the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is the Holy Spirit. And on Wednesday, trust me, the pastors will take it deeper in kingdom service. And please be there. Can I say this to you, ladies and gentlemen? God wants to bless. Let me use this description. I want the best so much for my three children. So much for my wife. Right? That I'm constantly thinking about their future. You're not doing this through your high recipe. There are some great parents here. Even when you are buying the house at your age, laying the foundation, investing in it, you know, by the time you grow older, you go home to be with the Lord. They will take it. They will go ahead with it. You think your God think less? Amen? You are thinking about love. You deprive yourself of a lot of things right now. I'm talking about good parents. Right? <laughs> Some people, they live for themselves. They live for themselves. It's a terrible thing. Jesus said, 1 John chapter 3, verse 16. Amen? You read it, 4 John 3, verse 16. By this we know love. If you really love your family, it is where you live and what you do that show that you love them. Words are so cheap these days. Honey, you know I love you. Okay, prove it. I've said this every time. Love is like faith. It's dead without works. If you love one another, there must be evidence of that love. If Pastor Solomon comes to me and says, Pastor I'm really bothered about this. If I detach myself from that world to the point that I'm no more thinking about it, there is, is my love for him is, has not matured. I must be able to say, really, if it bothers you, it should bother me. What can we do to solve this issue? If we can't solve, we take it to God. Amen? But can I say this to you? Some of you, there are certain things you don't need to pray about. If you are walking and flowing in the spirit. Some of you, God has blessed you right now. I said, right now. I was thinking about it. I was still, I don't know what I even share with my wife. Somebody was sharing with me about, oh, you know what, there's a card somewhere. It's just about $200 in a, in a year. Very brand new car. I think they have a deal. And I was thinking about it. Oh, Lord, help me. You know, if not for the fact that myself and my wife, we are doing some things right now, that should be something we can commit to pay for somebody brand new can be driving it. That's what I was thinking. Amen? Somebody said, Pastor, what's wrong with you? Why are you thinking like that? That's what I was thinking. Amen? Because I feel we can do this. We can make somebody's life better. We can make somebody's life go forward. Do you think that God will be thinking of how he can help me to be able to do better? Absolutely, because I'm thinking like that. I'm saying this to you. The main problem of mankind all over the world is selfishness, self-centeredness. Why should somebody steal $100 billion for what? 
To do what? Amen. Why should one man, not because of hard work, but because of stealing, richer than the entire country? He has lost count even of the money or where it is. And all these king folks and everybody in the country are languishing in penury. Graduated from university, colleges, no job. And you feel cool every morning. I said, God, you have rich in mercy. If you just put me in that throne for one week, I will, I will settle this problem. Amen. I will settle it for, for you. Amen. Oh, I know the countries where I need to really spend my time. More hours. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you have this, you know, bias as well. And these feelings, well, because you can't stand if you have holy, holy, holy ghost in the inside of you. If you have righteous desire inside of you, you are wondering why are people suffering this much? In the midst of plenty. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. Bible says, by this we know love because he laid down his life for what? Real love, we always lay something down. The way we know that Jesus really loved us is that he did what? Read this scripture. Read this. Everybody read it one more, one more time. One to go. By this we know love because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives. Read it one more time. By this we know love because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down What does that mean to lay down our lives? That means, can I say this to you? If you are doing this very well, you will plan to do something for your advantage. Not life and death situation. And somebody needs it, and you pass it on. And you delay gratification. Amen? I said, Amen. Amen. I said, No, what? This is my brother. He needs this. You know, and can you, you know, Pastor Bola told us that these are a lot of possibilities. Right? Possibilities. Many people come and pray for power to come. <laughs> Remember what I shared with you in Romans chapter 1, verse 16? What will connect you to power? Acting on the gospel. If you act on the gospel, the power of God will flow. Bible says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is what? To salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. When you do what the gospel says, whether in preaching or in acting it, you are inherently connected to God's power. Amen. When you take care of your brother, and, and that's why you see a lot of people that are into big charity in the world. One time I was reading how Bill Gates gave $2 billion to deal with hate in Africa, and I was asking myself, somebody gave $2 billion, and somebody is stealing $2 billion. And I was asking myself, hopefully this $2 billion will not get into the hands of wrong people. Amen? And you are wondering why consistently for years he has remained on the top. I know that you know, there's back and forth of people coming up, Amazon and all of those things, but I'm saying this to you. I know, know if you read the story very well, not only is he just a good man, he's a Christian. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm saying this to you, ladies and gentlemen, if there's anywhere we need to see the love of Jesus more than anywhere, those of us that claim that we have Jesus, we need to see it in church. In the way we relate with one another, this will bring people to the kingdom of God. 
Don't only do good even to your brothers in your community where you live. Let your light so shine. Don't be the person that you walk past people. You know, somebody is feeling sad. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? My name is this. I just oh, they thought maybe you want to sell me. Something. No, no. I just want to say hi. Amen. Praise God. In your, in your, in your neighbor would cut your neighbor's grass. I told you the other time that it is through this kindness and evangelism that people get gravitated towards us. I wanted to know, hey, nobody, oh, glory to God. I went to you know, Timothy's one day. I got there to buy something, and the lady said, somebody paid for you. I said, who? Paid for me? I didn't even know he said one person over there just said, just pay for that guy. I said, Lord, I'm a giver, so I receive, amen? <laughs> but secondly, I love that. The second thing I'm thinking, who am I going to pay something for? Yes. You go to your place of work and just say, guys, I'm coming. Do you anybody have, need coffee? You know what? It's $1, $2 or something. And he said, and this is what you should do as a Christian. Lord, I sow this seed. I sow this seed. I love, you'll be shocked. Some people, the reason why nobody likes you in your place of work is that you don't greet anybody. You don't relate <laughs> to anybody. You don't show any kindness. You are so harsh. The day you open your mouth and say, I'm a Christian. Do you want to come to our church? Which church? No, 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 I don't want to go into this church. You become a stubborn block to the gospel than to become a what? A witness. I've told you in my preaching, live your life to preach the gospel and use words if necessary. If necessary. Don't only help people from your own country. See everybody as image of Christ, as creation of God. And we have this talent. Masama, we talk about, can I talk to my brothers and sisters from African countries and Caribbean countries? We find it difficult to break out, to branch out. And we find it very uncomfortable. And I understand that. Why? If you have lived all your lives in Africa for 30 years, 40 years, it's difficult. It's only when you're talking to somebody and saying, I can't hear you. <laughs> and when you're talking to somebody that said, oh, you know what? Can you repeat yourself? You get frustrated. I understand that. But you need to practice it. So that they don't have that perspective about where you're coming from. Be the one to change their mind about who we are and how, whether through your work ethics, whether through the development, whether you showing empathy or sympathy, whatever you do, let us redefine it. We can do it because of Jesus in the inside of us. Somebody said, Pastor, I told you to come this Sunday and tell me seven ways to get my miracle. Seven ways to break forth in my place of work. I can guarantee you, this is the way. If, 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 you, if, you, if, you, if you just show love and walk in love and love people, I'm telling you, somebody will say, I know one guy. He's always full of joy. I don't know the kind of guy he is. I don't, you know what? This doesn't look like people that I know. He's just very have decorum. He show respect and honor. But remember all of these things, they are fruit of the spirit. Say fruit of the spirit. You are not trying to manufacture it. It is already in you. Bible said love, joy, peace. A Christian must be joyous. If the, the, if the expression and the definition about you, your place of work is that that person, oh my goodness, I think he's a sadist. I, 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 think, I think he doesn't laugh, he doesn't joke. You know, when people joke around him, you know. And then uh, you always want to be serious. You must have fun. Amen. Even though the word of God is not funny, but we must have fun. Hallelujah. Gentleness. You are not always on the edge. People are not praying and thinking before they talk to you. Why? Because you are going to be loose. You don't do that. You are cool, calm, collected. Are you with me right now? Why? Because Bible calls it 
long-suffering, gentleness, faithfulness. Have you read that in the Bible? Galatians 5, verse 22. I'm looking at my time. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. This is going well. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for some believers there. Amen. Yeah. Now, Bible says, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Come on, say with me. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. You should be the most faithful employee. You don't backbite, you know, your leaders. Why? Because you understand authority. Amen? Because what you sow, you reap. And you don't know how challenging leadership is until you are there. Then everybody's against you. Why is everybody against me? Ah. <laughs> you that so wind. <laughs> Hallelujah. Compliment you know, your leader. You are the one that's good to him or her and said, if there's anything I can do to be of help to you, who will not recommend that person for position? Some of you want to do, you pray, then you fast. You fast and fast. But in your place of work, bad attitude, no faithfulness, no joy. No peace, no long suffering. Long suffering means even when things are not going on the way you want, you just stay cool and collected, knowing that God is fighting my battle and God's going to make things work. Continue. You talk about love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, verse 23. Say self control. Don't destroy the meeting when you show up. Don't destroy the meeting. When you do not come to the meeting, please say, Thank God. This meeting will go away. That is a bad, bad image. How many of you know that reference from people is more important than what you, what you, amen? Some of you, you call for reference and say, well, uh, I'm sorry, I can't give this person. Is there any, are you not in the position to give reference? You know what, I just don't feel like, they don't need to, you don't need to say anything anymore. You get what I'm saying? Amen? Really? Okay. Uh, well, they're asking the person, what do you think about his work? You know what, you know what, you know, it's good, it's good. Uh-huh, really? Hallelujah. But it should be that person that the boss is saying, honestly speaking, I don't want her to go. But you know what? She has to move forward. I can guarantee you, as, you are, as she's joining you, she's a great asset. And bless your heart that the person saying it has not even gone to church. Amen. Let me say this to you. And this is the reason we are not winning our world. We say something, but we live something different. Amen. You don't need to wear Jesus on your forehead. I've told you religion, we tell you it is how you dress. Hello. The way we dress is very important. You represent Jesus. But like I've said, don't dress like somebody who doesn't want to sit next to you. Dress like a king. Come on, say as a king. Now, when you dress as a king, that's not means you dress loosely. You dress with modesty and with how many of you see the way president, you know, I told my I talk to my kids, I said, have you ever noticed that people, the wash shakers, they don't dress anyhow? Hello? When I said wash shaker, I'm people that really made policies determine where we are going. Amen. There are a lot of people that shake the world, but they shake it <laughs> in the entertainment and music. They shake you out of this life. <laughs> but I'm talking about this. Now, when I say shakers, I'm talking about simplicity. They have simplicity. Some of you have your CEO, they come with their short and t shirt. But even in that, the way they dress, they carry themselves well. Amen. So I tell my boy, where do you want to go? You want to shake the wall? Want to bless the wall? So yes, yes, that, yeah. Okay, let's let's be practicing it so that you can become comfortable in it. Amen. 
Somebody said, Pastor, you know, well, let them be whatever they want to be. <laughs> Human being by nature, we always tend towards extreme when there is no definition or standard. Amen? You tell them your place of work. You can resume work anytime. Ah! <laughs> or you tell them at your place of work. Choose any day you want to be off, anytime you want to work, or even if you want to work from home. Then we have to set that building. Amen? <laughs> Human being by nature tends towards what? Extreme. Extreme. In everything. I said that is standard. That is why they set the, you know, the limit for the way we drive. They said the limit of this. Said because if you don't do that, nobody will pay property tax. <laughs> Am I speaking what's on your mind? <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, you, the way you want to drive, you know, you just realize that this seat can take five people, but this day we need seven people. You know what? Somebody should sit in front, two of you. Amen. <laughs> they do that in some countries. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but you don't do that here. Amen. <laughs> Why? Oh, this is a blessed Sunday. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But don't forget the theme of this message. Now, I didn't give you a title, right? Make it your own. Title it. Amen? Glory be to Jesus. That's really, this message is for me. Amen. That's the title. Glory be to Jesus. You understand? <laughs> because what I want to preach today is kingdom service. But this is kingdom service. Amen? Yes, so put it there. It's very important. Be a good person. The Bible said God saw the hands that Cornelia was not born again. Go and read Acts chapter 10. He wasn't born again. The Bible said he prayed. He was a good man. Amen? Hallelujah. And the Lord responded to the goodness of his heart. Remember the centurion? The Bible says the centurion, the daughter was sick. And the Bible says people went to Jesus. Please go to his house. For he has done well for our country. He's a good man. He loved the Jewish people. Amen. When doctors die, people say you can't die. You can't die. Ah, this woman can't die. Why can somebody? Somebody else should die. Not this one. Amen. I'm telling you. I'm not thinking that there are a lot of people that if they die today, the whole country will rejoice. They will rejoice and say, thank God. You know, the enemy of our country has died. Amen? There are certain people that when they die, say, thank God. This has happened. Amen? I'll be talking before the end of the month about the election in the new month. Like we normally say, you have to participate. It's part of your contribution to move our country forward. That is part of true Christianity. You have no right to go back and be praying if you can vote and you do not vote. We say one thing, we don't do another thing. It is wrong. You have to be involved. And now, can I say this about my people? A lot of people that are migrated, I know your focus is just to get the, the Canadian passport so you can travel over the world. You must contribute to this country. You must contribute to this country. Why? Because it's part of your Christian attitude. In your building, say, we are going to do something this way. I don't care. I don't care. If the building collapses, at least my room is... No, you don't do that. Amen. Amen. Just do something. You say, you know what? I can't come, but you know what? Can I just bring this $10, you know, refreshment? I really love what is happening. Don't gush past your... Sprit- uh, is this superintendent they call it? You know, in your, in, your, in your apartment or condominium. Just go and say, I just want to say hello to you. Amen. My wife will bear me witness. When we moved to the place where 
you know, we live now, the, the what do you call them? The sites, um, manager, all those people. <laughs> I agree them a lot. I thought I just be good, I just stop. I said, I just came to say hi to you. How are you doing, sir? This and that. My wife said, we buy them. We are not looking for anything. Ladies and gentlemen, if I say, I have something up in my house. Everybody's running. Everybody, you know, he said, Mr. Wallery, don't worry, it is done. You know, I, oh my goodness. They come down, don't ever make this man upset, please. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Somebody says that, oh, pastor. Yeah, no, you have to be intentional. Why? Because some of you, the reason why in the day of your trouble, you have nobody to stand with you is because in the day of other people's trouble, you have done nothing. Amen? You look away because you think, I'm busy, I'm busy. Let me say this to you. The real weight of your life are people around you. Amen? And you have to invest in people for you to be able to take back. Amen? That's the way life works. Bible said, there's time to sow, there's time to reap. Seed time and harvest shall not see. Parents, you are investing in your children right now. You are going to be so blessed that you don't need anything from them in terms of resources or finances. Say amen to that. But it is expectation for them to be blessed in their own future to remember your investment. To say, mommy, you know what? I know you are blessed. I know you have everything, but I'm the one paying for this vacation. Amen. Say amen, grandparent. I'm paying for this vacation. I know you can pay your trip back and forth, but mommy, this is for you. I'm going to make sure you have this. I'm going to make sure you have that and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And then, that is one Bible says, honor your father and your mother. Amen. So when some of my spiritual children have new jobs and promotions, I said, don't forget your pastor. <laughs> Remember that I taught you the word of the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's such a blessing. Did you receive this this morning? Is this a blessing to you? Hallelujah. This came from my spirit to you. And I know God did this for somebody. Stop thinking poor. Stop thinking little. You will only achieve in proportion to what you attempt. If you attempt little, you achieve little. Either so sparingly, shall reap sparingly. Enlarge your vision. Of course, it's going to stretch you. It's in you to achieve. The CEO is in you. The directorship is in you. The manager ability is in you. The business acumen is in you. Take a new step today. Where you are is great, but there's a place called greater. Dream bigger. Trust God. But above all, let people see your good works so that they can give praise to God. Start with your family. Let your children call you blessed. Let them see the sacrifices in you. Let the friends around you say, thank God for your life. Thank God that you have listening ears. You talk to me. Let your siblings feel that, you know what, it cares. Not that everybody will agree with you. Because you're in Canada, don't forget everybody that have lived life with you. Some of you, they sent you, all your other siblings are still there. You don't even care about you. You are so much about what is happening right now. You, don't, you have disconnected. Save some money to help somebody. Every time that God blesses you, you always have somebody in mind. Your family, people around you, take care of your parents. Why? Because they have invested in your life. We always say to our children, we labored. We did everything. God is going to bless you guys. And then my son will say, Daddy, I'm going to buy you Lamborghini. Yeah. I know what, when he said that, I said, I receive it. I take it in Jesus' name. Don't take those moments for what? And I will say to him, not only Lamborghini, boy, when you are established, 
I will come to your house to spend time with your wife and your lovely children. Bow down your heads with me. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. For more information and access to teachings, please visit www.colc.ca.